Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Encounters with the Father. I am your host, Brian Spletsdozer. And once again, we are blessed to have Alex Vondarenko with us. We've been talking recently about dreams and visions and who has them, how do they come, how in the world do we determine what they mean. And we're going to discuss some dreams and visions that, that Alex has had over the years and where God took the interpretation and Maybe we can help some people understand or maybe help people interpret some dreams and visions that they've had that they're struggling trying to figure out what they mean. So, but before we start, Heavenly Father, we just thank you again for this time. And Lord, we ask you that you bring your spirit of revelation into this podcast, into Alex, into me, that if they've had dreams and visions, Lord, and we ask you that you lead us down this path that brings some understanding and maybe some revelation to dreams and visions that people can take and apply to their own dreams, their own vision. Young men will have visions, old men will have dreams. So Lord, we ask you that you bring that interpretation of the dreams and visions into existence, into the lives of those that are having them so that we can follow the breadcrumbs, we can follow the path that you have that you are leading us to in these dreams. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Dreams and visions. A lot of people have them. And a lot of people think, well, that one is so silly. Or that one is so weird. There's no way that that would have any type of spiritual meaning. That the more bizarre they are, the more silly they are, the more way out there they are, the more they're from him. Because I believe the dreams and the visions, he gives them to us to stretch us, to stretch our faith, to cause us to grow and to trust him and to walk into new places that we would have never walked before. Alex being my friend for many years now, we've had many opportunities to sit down and discuss dreams that he's had. And we were talking about a vision that he had during a church service one time just recently. And I'm going to ask him to share that vision. We'll walk you through how we got to the interpretation of it, because it's an incredible vision that he was given. There's some things to look for. There are some things to watch out for when it comes to dreams and vision interpretation and who, who you present them to. But we'll talk about that in, in a little while. So Alex, welcome again. I want you to just jump right on in at any given time. Yes. Yeah. Well, dreams are exciting. You know, this is something, this is a gift that God gives us and it's so important and we can desire these things. We can desire heavenly visions, angels, and, and into the realm of God and we can desire these things and he wants to give them to us. He's a good father and his rewards to his children are sometimes dreams and visions. And I get so excited. I'm so happy. I'm like kid on Christmas day with these visions. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just so excited. I've, I've, I've always liked dreams though, but it's now that they're now that I'm saved and, and I'm into this realm with Christ the visions and dreams become so much more intense and godly. So I used to have dreams and visions of different things, but it wasn't to the level of God. And most recently, as Brian was saying, I was in a church service and a little context, you know, I had fasted and prayed. I was very intent. This was a church service that was at night, you know, it was over the weekend. So everyone there was hungry. I mean, you don't go to church service on a Saturday or Sunday night after you've been to or are going to your regular service, unless you're hungry for God, or maybe you're just going along for the ride. I would never do that. I, <laughs> If I wasn't really sold out to God, I can't imagine going to church 
on a Saturday night. So, <laughs> you know, but now it's like, Ooh, this sounds like fun, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so I'd fasted and really was just open to God came expecting that something would happen. Something would, would happen. And I had this vision of Jesus and it had to do with his hand, his left hand. And I could see into it. Mind you, when I'm having these experiences, sometimes you feel almost you're taken up into the spirit, almost like yeah, exactly nasty stuff like that. This is you are taken up in the spirit, much like people have had visions in the Bible and they're taken into the spirit. They go different places. So I was with Jesus and it was his hand and I knew I was in heaven. And I looked into his hand. It was his left hand. And well, first of all, there was all this mist, beautiful, shimmering, different colored mist kind of around his hand and in the hole in his hand. And as I looked into his hand, I was I thought, whoa, there's all these streams. And I would call them sinew or little connection um, of tendon, it looked like. But it was made of lights almost like rainbow-esque colors. Very glorious. Amazing. And I believe I was crying at the same time this was happening. Now, mind you, in my head, somehow, <laughs> somehow this had to do with politics and how God loved the, the right conservatives and the left uh, liberals. I don't know where, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Isn't that funny how that creeps in? So that's, that's my interpretation. You know, I, I <laughs> uh, yeah, needless to say, it didn't have anything to do with the left leftist. It just, it happened to be his left hand. Now there's significance with it being the left hand. I believe what you had said, the left hand is, is what, what had you said before? When, about- when, when the Lord, taught me a long time ago that when you minister to somebody, if you pray with them and you put your left hand on top of their, wherever you're praying them for, it's an immediate, it's an immediate miracle. It's immediate healing that, that takes place in them. If you, if you uh, put your right hand on, there's a difference between a miracle and healing. Left hand brings more miracles. Right hand brings, brings the healing. I was told that I said, I just said a minute ago that the Lord told me and he did but he told me through, and I was had such a wonderful several experiences with him, one on one on one on one experiences with Bob, and he imparted a tremendous amount of what he was inside into me, and so some of this stuff that I bring forward it comes from those encounters that I've had with him, so that's how it came to me. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, I, that's I think that's so important, <clears throat> and it has significance for this vision because what happened after that is that you told me i shared this with you in the service and you said go into the hand <laughs> go and go yep. into the hand and i believe you were seeing it too yes i was yep the lord opened up my eyes and and he showed me the hand he showed me exactly what you saw in your vision so this is incredible i mean shared visions don't just happen even in the new age world and different things, you know, visions and dreams are significant in witchcraft too. There's different, Mm -hmm. very evil things that witches, warlocks, all these people do. 
through dreams and visions and they can astral project their bodies. They can leave their bodies and go around terrorizing people. No, the devil tries to counterfeit everything that God means for good. Yes. And we're talking about dreams and visions that are coming from the spirit of the father. They're coming from the spirit of heaven. They're calling from the, the Holy spirit. These are the dreams and visions that we are talking about. Yes. And the enemy cannot create anything. He has to pervert things that God already has in place. And people get so afraid of, I don't want to dream because it might be of the devil. Yes. Well, that's exactly what the devil wants you to believe. And he wants you to stop dreaming because honestly, you can make a vow within yourself going, I don't want to dream. That's a vow. That's a vow that needs to be broken, especially coming into this time. Because God says in these last days, young men are going to have visions, old men are going to have dreams. And he goes into, yes, it's not excluding women. Women will do the exact same thing. And we need to keep that avenue open. We need to keep that pathway to heaven open so that God can communicate with us. Yes. And you're right. This is, guys, this is not, guys and gals, audience, anyone listening, this is not about me sharing this vision. We want to help you. If you're having dreams, you don't know what to do with them. If you're intimidated, maybe you think the dreams like I was sharing because the devil can use them. If, and you think, oh, geez, I don't want to even be involved in this at all. I'll tell you, me, myself, as Brian was saying that, I was breaking vows right now, literally right now, within myself because I was scared. Okay? And we're not trying to scare you, but... I'm sharing that I had been scared and I believe I had shut off some of my godly vision, the eyes of the heart being able to see because what I was seeing, what I was getting into was scaring me. And I have a history of different things. So we can't just shut that off though. The deeper we go with God, it's going to be, there's going to be a cost. Yes. And this is in no way, shape, or form to scare or intimidate you if you're listening because we want to go deeper with God. And yes, there is going to kick up some fear, but we want to go deeper. I want to go deeper. I don't want any vows or hindrances for me to stop visions. I don't want any, you know, so I was breaking vow or vows or just hindrances that I know I have within myself as you were talking just now because mm -hmm. of like what you said. So back to the, the hand. Yes. And the, the biggest, the biggest point of this, you know, I'm not just sharing this just to share an experience, but I, sh I shared the vision and Brian, you saw it and you said, go back into the hand. So I did. Uh -huh. And what happened was I was walking through, this tunnel these huge bands of different colors were coming at me down the down the tunnel and as i'm walking and it's there's a light not super bright this is it's pretty the the tones and the hues and different things are relaxed this isn't like an intense brightness this is a relaxed tones the colors are waving at me coming coming in bands probably as i'm walking they seem to be 20 to 30 feet per band and each of them kind of is a different color and they're soft colors watercolors kind of and it's it's this this is all kind of mist too this is all 
there's all this um, just beautiful kind of mist. And I look over to my left and I see it looks like a cocoon or someone, a being in a spider's web or wrapped up in a spider's web. Now, this is the big, the big point in all this. Sometimes having visions, I've noticed that my personal experiences or my imagination can interfere. So if I see something and my mind jumps to this is evil, this isn't, this is a, this person is trapped in a spider's web and I need to go cut him out. So that's what I did. I ran over and I cut him, I cut this thing out <laughs> or pulled it out. I don't know where I got it. I don't know where I had a knife, but I'm pretty sure I had a knife on me and I did not have a knife on me in the natural, as they say, I didn't have a knife in my pocket as I'm having this vision, right? Somehow I had a knife. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. I don't know how that happened, but maybe it was a sword. I don't know. So I cut it out and I, I see the top portion of the body open up. And it, at this point, I'm, I couldn't tell what it was because the material itself looked almost like a softer, like a blanket. It, it didn't seem evil. It wasn't sticky or like a spider's web. Now, that was pretty much it. And then I visited you, Brian, maybe a couple days later. And you asked me to kind of just pull up the vision again. Now, yes. if, you, if you out there have something and you can't determine whether it's an, your imagination or an actual vision from God, one thing is, is that you should be able to pull it up again. And by pull it up, I just mean you should see it again. You should be able to see it again and go into it easily. I mean, I can just, as I'm telling you this now, I'm pretty much seeing it just like it was. I am too. I'm seeing it all over again as we're talking about it. Yes. And, and I, want, that, I want to interject something here real quick, too, because you mentioned it a couple of times about imagination. It's the enemy will convince you that your imagination is, a, is of you and that it's not of God. And so he'll use that against you to stop the visions coming or the dreams coming because you he will convince you that it, it's just you. You're imagining these things. Now, I just want to share a couple of things. First off, Alex is having this vision. And Alex, if you really get honest with yourself, do you really think you could imagine the fact that you're walking in a hole in the Lord's hands and you find a cocoon hanging there? <laughs> <laughs> I had a vision one time when I was floating in the lake. Actually, I was, it was at Lake Pleasant right outside of the Phoenix area. And it was at night. And I looked, the Lord stopped the boat that I was in and, and another guy that I was with and I jumped in the water because the Lord told us to. And I'm looking down in the water and I see the bottom and I see this whole demonic city down there, demons wheeling wheelbarrows and everything else. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. And then the Lord began to tell me, or he did tell me, call the Call the fire of God down to burn this city. So I did. Then the next thing I see, this fire burning this city. And I looked down and went, <laughs> Lord, is this really you? And then he says to me, do you think anybody else 
could make fire burn underwater? <laughs> no. These are things that you can think you're imagining. But imagination is given to us by the Father. And it's meant to let us drift away. And it might start out, if you're just starting out having visions, don't be afraid to let your imagination go. Because that's the open door to letting your visions begin to come. And eventually, they'll, the, the imagination will grow to the point of it's, it matures and it steps, your flesh steps aside, and then the messages from God begin to come. So I just wanted to, uh, to address the imagination. Part. Of, of course. Go back, go back into your vision now. <laughs> of course, yeah. So as I was sharing with Brian, I looked over, and the being who was just kind of laying there, and the cocoon had opened up around his head and shoulders, had left. The cocoon was gone. And then I saw him kind of walking away. And he was very tall, just snow white, all white, bald. And I saw him just kind of walking away. And, and maybe maybe the Lord had him and they were holding hands and he was walking off. Something something that at nature, I know he was walking off and maybe there was something, there was another person um, that was maybe leading leading him off. I, I do believe that I should have waited and not just run over and cut this person out because he was not actually in a spider's web. I was literally in the hand of Jesus because earlier before I went into the hand, I saw these sinews or connective tissue that were struck going across Jesus's hand. Now, everything in heaven wants to heal Jesus's hands. There's no wounds or open wounds in heaven because it's heaven, right? There's not people bleeding and, and cutting themselves <laughs> in, in paradise, yes. right? So he actually has to do this consciously. He purposely keeps these holes in his hands. And I believe there's countless levels of revelation as to why he does this. And I was just experiencing one level. And this experience, I, I do believe, and I, I was sharing this with a, with a friend of mine, and it came out of my mouth that this may have been the birthing of an angelic being. And if wow. you know, yeah, so, and I never thought about, well, how are angels born? How are they created, you know? <laughs> it never, <laughs> it was never even a thought to me. And as I'm sharing with my friend, I'm talking about the vision, and then it just came out of my mouth, like, Oh, I never, maybe that was an angel being birthed. Now, you know, there's premature births. And I believe I interfered in this angel's birth. Thank God there's probably millions of other angels. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. <laughs> but, but this one had a purpose. You know, these angels have purposes when they're created. So I do believe I, I cut, cut them out prematurely. I don't think it was super consequential, but no. there are other visions and things that you may have. And the point here is if you can have someone or someone, you know, help you along the way to interpret these things, you know, that's why Brian, I mean, I cherish our friendship because you can interpret things and to not just try to figure it out yourself, because you're going to go a lot farther and deeper with God. If, if you 
just hang on a minute and and let things settle. And, and we recently had someone in our church, a new Christian, and he's been having v- visions. And I just talked with him and I shared everything that Brian shared with me and that my experiences. So they they get all of, all of that in in all one package, right? Because of mm-hmm. our experiences that we've learned from each other. And now I can just share this with a new Christian. And the biggest thing is, you know, you're not alone. You're not crazy. This is not uh, an evil thing or an evil vision. And this is God and something he wants to bless his children with. Yes. Yes. And I wanted to just, you know, I was so glad I'm sitting here being quiet and I was going, Oh Lord, remind him to bring up the part about God that Jesus is purposely holding those holes open in his hands because that is so huge. Yes. That is so huge in what he's not allowing them to be healed because there's so much revelation and see that came from the cross. Yes. And so and you've said about, a, rev- yes, sorry. Deep. No, it's okay. Deeper revelation of, of, of what's going on at the, what happened in the cross. You've been saying, you know, that. For, yeah. for the last few years, I think. Yeah, or, just like there's so much more that's coming that happened in the cross. Brian. What happened after? What happened in the spirit realm while this was going on? Because we know that the devil, yes, we know Jesus gave himself willingly, but the devil set up Christ's killing because he wanted to stop God from moving on this earth. Oh, as soon as he Christ died, he thought he won for a moment. Well, then everything changed. Another podcast that'll be coming down the road is what the enemy has been doing in the last 2021 years to discredit <laughs> the second coming of Christ. <laughs> yep. That one, that one's gonna, that one's gonna dig into the depths of the scriptures. And yes. uh, but there's something like that coming, and it, yes, it's about all about the end times. But there's one other thing I wanted to mention too is this: if you're out there and you're listening and you know someone that dreams. And they always come up to you and they tell you the dream. And then they say, and the Lord gave me the interpretation. And is it, and every single time they get the interpretation, I got one word for you. Run, <laughs> run. Yeah. Because nowhere in biblical history is, is there a place where somebody has a dream and God gives them the interpretation the whole time. I have a lot of experience interpreting dreams and visions over the last 25 years. I am horrible. <laughs> I'm horrible at, at deciphering my own dreams and my own visions. <laughs> yes, I get some of them. Yeah. But this is part about when the part about in the New Testament we said we need the body. The body. I yes. need people like Alex in my life that I can share a dream with because he won't have the emotion of what's going on in the dream like I do. In our hearts can get in the middle of it and misinterpret what God is saying. But Alex doesn't have, and I've got a couple other people in my life that I share my dreams and visions with. And they are just someone. And they pray about it, and then God gives them, just like Daniel and Nebuchadnezzar. So if you think you're getting your own interpretations all the time, take a step back. Take a step back. Find somebody. And I'm going to do something on this podcast I haven't done since we started. If you're having dreams and having visions and you are having difficulty or you don't think you, they mean anything, usually if you remember your dream, there's a meaning to it. 
Many of us have dreams and we wake up and go, I had dreams, but man, I know I dreamt, but I don't remember them. Those are the insignificant ones for this time. Doesn't mean the Lord won't bring them back at another time. But if you're having dreams and you remember them, write them down. And if you're having trouble getting interpretation, I'm going to give you an email address that if you would like to send them to me, it is Kingdom Reigns Ministries, one word, all the way through, at gmail.com. Type them out, send them to me, I'll pray. I promise you I will. And I might even run it by Alex or the other people that, that are part of my group of people that interpret dreams. And we'll do our best to seek God on your behalf and look for an interpretation. So again, that's kingdom reigns ministries at gmail.com. I haven't done that since we started doing podcasts before, but we're moving on and moving forward and, and we want to help. We want to help you get closer to God and dreams and visions are a major way that God communicates with us. And again, Alex, Thank you so much for being here. I do some podcasts on my own, but having you here and a couple other guests, it helps bounce things off and it helps get the spirit of God flowing. And so I really appreciate your time, Alex, being here again. Well, I love it. I have a blast. I have a blast every time. So I, you know, it's, it's my, it's my own. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I'm, I'm appreciative for being invited, really. Yeah. You know, we haven't even, there's so many roadways that we can go down in regards to dreams and visions. We just didn't even really put the cherry on top. We just yeah. kind of opened up the door yes. because there's colors and colors mean different things. Animals mean different things. Vehicles mean different things. Trees mean different things. Leaves mean different things. All of this stuff has a significant meaning when God gives it to you. And I think I said this at the beginning. The more bizarre the dream is, write it down. Because that's usually, if it's that bizarre, there's a tremendous amount of depth. And you need help with it. You can't do it on your own. None of us can. So if you are listening to this podcast and you found it somehow, some way, thank you for listening. But if you're struggling trying to find your way in life, trying to find your way, wondering where God is, wondering why things are happening to you in a certain way, and you feel lost, God has an open door policy for you. The only thing he desires more than anything is for you to allow his son, Jesus Christ, into your heart so that you can become part of his kingdom family, that you can come home and you can spend eternity with him. Not going to promise you a bed of roses because it's not. It's difficult. But there's always a way out for you now. Out of all of your struggles, out of all of your hard situations, God doesn't promise us a happy life. He promised us a fulfilled life. Yes, a life filled with joy because Situations that you may be in that you can't find your way out, that something's been chasing you, dogging you, biting at your heels for the last five years, 10 years, 15, however many years that you can't shake it. Jesus Christ 
is your way out of that situation. He will lead you out of that situation. And that thing, he will heal you. So that thing doesn't have anything to chase you with. As I was just saying that, I saw a vision. There's an old joke about putting a stake in the back of someone's pocket and sending him in to, and the dogs in the neighborhood are chasing him. God's going to remove that stake from your back pocket. And if that's you, I encourage you to just get silent for a moment now and to repeat this prayer. Jesus, I'm a sinner. I have sinned so many things. I ask you into my heart and I repent of my sin and I ask you to forgive me. I want to be free of this. I want you into my life. I want to have a relationship with you. I want my life to change. And so again, I ask you into my heart so that I may come and spend eternity with you. I believe that you died on the cross for me and you have forgiven me already for my sins. And I thank you for this. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If that was you and you prayed this prayer, welcome to the kingdom family. I gave my email address earlier. And if you have questions, there is a place that you can click on where you can send me a message or now you can send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to have you send me your dreams or visions. And even, even the visions that you have interpretation for and God and God has already brought them into existence. I love reading those. And if you have a prayer request, send it in too. I thank you for your time. And I thank you for listening. And we'll see you at the next episode. God bless.